What's up, y'all? We got technical difficulties. We ironing out real quick. But welcome to Verbal Cardio. Thanks, Passion. <laughs> I ain't been doing shit. Mm. I'm drinking water. What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that Verbal Cardio. <laughs> we back, man. Um, and you know I got my co-host. You already know I got my co-host. The lovely and talented water. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, yeah. It just went in my eye. And you know what? When water goes in your eye, nothing happens. Nothing. 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 That's the beauty of water. It ain't no sizzle, no burn. I ain't got to go rinse my, my eyeball out. Water can fly in your eyeball, and you'll be all right because it's water. It's the lifeblood of our bodies. So shout out to water, man. Make sure you drink more water. I had a sterile on here last week. And she hit me to the um the drink water app. So I've been I've been doing that. Matter of fact, I need to update. Update. So I'm like halfway through my body, my body size for the goal. When I put in my my height, my weight, my age. It said that I needed to drink 143 ounces a day for my goal. I'm like, damn, that's a lot. That's more than a gallon a day. So although I've been saying drink a gallon a day, apparently, given my body coordinates, I had to go over a gallon. That's a lot, man. Anyway. I'm doing it anyway, man. I ain't no punk. And I want to know how much water y'all had today. How much water have y'all had today? I'm talking to my patron saints right now. Got my water. About to drink some. Sabrina just pulled up her ice crystal water. True. <laughs> how many of y'all, how much water y'all had? Not nearly enough, says Cherie Green. I'm on bottle number six, Sanders Robinson. 64 ounces for crystal carotene. Nana P is on bottle four. Slurita drunk a bottle. How big was that bottle, Slurita? And you won't shot. be a snitch. Nashi Baker says not enough. Kobe McGuire drank several bottles working on the fourth. Uh, Moyo had about 40 ounces plus some herbal tea. Eric Payne is already at a gallon and counting. Regina with the 48 ounces. Travis Montague says not enough. I came front. I respect the honesty. But while we respecting that honesty, get you some water, man. Get in on this. Got Sabrina. Period. <laughs> he shut down. I did. Got Sabrina back here on the ones and twos. Producer extraordinaire. Yep. In the building. You know what I'm saying? You had a slight glitch right there. Man, I shut down, man. <laughs> It be like that sometimes. Y'all ever just glitch? <laughs> Y'all ever just glitch? My mind, my mind be running 86 miles per hour. This is facts. While I'm talking to y'all, I'm thinking about what I got to do and all that simultaneously. Yeah. Um, we got Sabrina in the building, man. You know what I'm saying? What's good? On the production tip. Hi. She got her water. She got her laptop, the mobile command unit. She got the headphones on. Mm -hmm. The whole shebang, man. Mm -hmm. We back in here, man. We touched on on daddy issues. This is gonna air before daddy issues. But the baby and uh, 
Danny Lee. Is it Danny Lee or Danny Lie? Danny Lee. It's Danny Lee. Yeah. Lee? I thought it was Lay. Lee. Lee? 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 I think it's Danny Lee. Is it Lay. Danny Lee? Danny Lee. Danny I think Lee. that's the name. Oh. So it's Danny Lee. Lee Lee. Lee Lee. Lee Lee. It looks like Slay, so. Danny. We're just going to go with Danny. we go with Danny? Yeah. Danny Lee Lee. Danny. 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 Lay. Lay. Danny Lay. Okay. Uh, everybody's been talking about that whole situation. My whole thing is, you know, when when couples fight, and it happens all the time, and so many different variations, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's easy for us to be on the outside looking in and saying whatever. But my whole thing about the video, I just didn't like how the baby was the child, I should say, because the baby is the guy. It's just I'm mean, I'm meaning the actual infant, the the real baby. It's it's hard talking about this because there's two babies involved. There's two babies involved. So it's just like <laughs> it's the tough. infant, which doesn't have an album out yet, the infant was all in the video. I just didn't like seeing that. I didn't like seeing that, especially when she was feeding the infant. I'm like, man, you you know, turn the camera off. Or you could you could still be, you know, doing your little argument or whatever, but keep the camera on you. If you if 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 the baby Wanted to record this as a way of protecting himself from, you know, possible assault charges or accusations or whatever. And he wanted to document it and get it visually on file. Then he could have had the camera on himself talking to her. Okay. All right. If it was for safety purposes. But I just didn't like how the baby was on display. The infant (laughs) Was <laughs> the new the newborn as Kobe McGuire said? I just didn't feel comfortable with that, and I was like, "Oh man, you know what I'm saying?" And you know what I'm saying? The infant is gonna grow up and see this, this and that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt, man. So you know you you really you really gotta put your kids first, and you gotta think about your kids in the heat of the moment. That's what being a parent is. You got to go beyond yourself and think about the child and, you know, take yourself out of it if you can. I know it's heat of the moment. I know it's heat of the moment. We've all done some dumb things in the heat of the moment. We've all done dumb things. We've said things that we regret. We've done things. Some of y'all have put hands on people in the heat of the moment. And that's not always the best decision because it was the heat of the moment. When you look back, you be like, ah, I shouldn't have done that in the heat of the moment. But when you have to start thinking about the ramifications on your children, that's when it's like you got to take extra pause because you are responsible for this human being from start to finish. So it's a it's a sticky situation. But uh, <laughs> but the baby man, like I said, man, he hops out of one one pot. And into another, man. And can I just say, even mm. if you're not a parent, but you get involved with somebody who is a parent, mm. don't bring it around the kids. Oh, man. Because, like, as me, someone who came into a relationship with a parent. Right. I would never. You know mm. what I mean? I'd never be like, hey, let's get messy in front of the boys. Right. <laughs> and then the boys are going to be like, Sabrina, why do you do that? Oh, because. And then you got to answer that. My feelings. <laughs> I was in the moment. Your dad ain't shit. Your dad. And they don't want to hear that. Nah. You know, they ain't gonna be on my side. (laughs) Your dad ain't (laughs) shit. Well, I like him, right? You know, it's just tough unless you were a shitty dad, right? But you're a good dad, they'd be like, "Mm, We don't believe (laughs) you. What if the the kids turn on the actual parent? Yeah, we riding with the steps. Yeah, you're right. 
Um, Kiyomi just asked me, do I still get excited for Christmas as an adult? What age do you stop getting excited for Christmas? You know what? I don't, honestly, I don't get excited about Christmas anymore. I get excited about the decorations and the visuals of Christmas and the vibe, but it's nowhere near the same excitement as when I was a kid. Like when I was a kid, it was just like, you could the excitement of Christmas was everything when I was a kid. Cause it was like, man, I want this, I want this. Oh man. You and then the excitement of not knowing if you was gonna get what you really wanted or not. There was that uncertainty, that edge of your seat. I might get it, but then again I might not. And then some <laughs> Christmases you might you might have got disappointed. You might have got your little feelings hurt. Well, I ain't want it. But you got this and forget. That's when you, you know, your spoiled bratism or your your, your non-gratefulness would come out mm-hmm. on occasion, depending on what. But as an adult, where I'm buying the gifts now, it, 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 it don't hit the same. Even though I love giving gifts rather than receiving them, it's still not as exciting because there's no mystery element. It's gone now. And coming from somebody, I you know, I appreciate gifts, but I'll be, like, uncomfortable sometimes. So it's just, it's definitely not the same. But I love the holiday season. Like, I love the music, the visuals, the, I wish it snowed here in L.A. I know, you know, L.A. people were like, no, no. Just give I, us, like, a week. Just a, a smooth, give, give, give me, like, three. Okay, I can I can do three weeks. Give me three snow. weeks of just like light light snow though. Yeah, like don't know. Light snow, not not the Midwest. Yeah, or New York. Because growing up in Chicago, man, when that snow has been sitting around for a while, yeah. and then it gets gritty, yeah. and it's like ice cold, and it's dirty, it's dingy, like it's syringes in there and cigarette butts mixed in, and dead rodents. You know, that that's when you're like, all right, this snow needs to go. And then you got to shovel it, and it's hard to shovel. Then you're paying random people, just 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 get us out of here. And you got to heat the car up. You know, all right, I don't need all that. But, you know, that soft snow on a Christmas morning, and then you hear that little sleigh bell noise. I love that vibe, man. Oh, that is really nice. That's though. a vibe. I love it. Watching Home Alone. Imagine Home Alone being shot in L.A. Imagine National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation being shot in L.A. Imagine the Christmas story being shot in L.A. What's a classic L.A. Christmas movie? Die Hard? Yes. That's it. That might be the one. That's it. And that's only because it's a super dope action movie set within an office building. And Christmas was not really at the forefront. You said classic L.A. Christmas movie? Classic L.A. Christmas movie. What's what was Which Friday was it? Yeah, a Friday. I was thinking Friday, too. That's but, not a classic. But that's not a classic <laughs> Christmas movie. First Friday is a classic. Ah, yeah. Okay. Let me look. I'm going to look up classic... Who who in the patron saints district or anywhere can give me a classic Christmas, Christmas movie set in L.A. Movie. 
Now, if Die Hard is officially a Christmas Christmas movie, then we got one. Because Die Hard is definitely a classic. Wait, what? But I feel like mostly we need that snow. It's got to be New York Central Park. For it to be real. Plaza. You know what I mean? <laughs> we we need that snow. Friday after next is better than Friday. Slarita, if you don't log off. <laughs> All the way off. Log off, Slarita. Slarita said Friday after next is better than Friday. Are you kidding me? How? Make this make sense to me. No, Slarita. No. <laughs> no. No. Slarita, don't do this. Don't say things just to stand out in the crowd. It's not the attention you want. <laughs> it's better than the original Friday. The jokes were funnier. Cat Williams. I'll give you Cat Williams was, was very funny in that. But here's the thing, though. Overall, Friday, the first one, had better characters overall. Friday after next, you got Cat Williams being funny. You got Terry Crews was funny in that. And then, you know, the whole Christmas tree robbery in the beginning was good, right? But the first Friday, not only was Smokey one of the funniest characters throughout the whole franchise, but it was so many other classic characters around. Debo, Ezel, Felicia, uh, Craig's mom, Craig's pops, which was in the other sequels, but, you know, the corrupt pastor, Miss Parker, her husband, you know what I'm saying? Hector, Big, Big Worm, Red. So many dope characters all throughout that piece. Craig. Craig's girlfriend. Uh-uh. Who the fuck is that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Friday is so quotable. The first Friday, damn near the whole movie is quotable. There's not a wasted line in that movie. Arguably one of the best comedies of all time. Kids knocking over the trash can, Smokey panicking, trying to take a dump outside, and then, you know, he desperate measures. He locked out the house. He got to take a dump. He can't take a dump in Craig's house. They slammed the door on him. Have y'all ever been a kid and wanted to get in somewhere and nobody lets you in? And you had to take a dump on the streets? Am I the only one that went through this, me and Smokey? <laughs> and then, then the the part that had me dying the first time I seen this was when Smokey was taking that dump, okay. trying to hide, and Ezel comes over. <laughs> He's like, hey, Smokey. He was like, hey, man, don't come over here. Hey, Smokey, what you, what you doing over there? And he, he was like, it looked like you're taking. Every time you try to take a dump outside, Somebody always walk up asking what you doing. Every time. It's funny because I do that to the cats when I catch them in the litter box. I'm like, yo, midnight taking the shit in here. Man, he like, his ears are back. Yo. You know how vulnerable you are when you taking the dump? Come on, man. Oh, leave the weapon. 
Lethal Weapon. Christmas movie. Yeah. Set in L.A. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. Was Bad Santa uh, L.A.? Yeah, I'm not saying it's a classic, but it's definitely a huge Christmas movie. It is. A, it was a. It was a hit. I'm not <laughs> sure if it was L.A. or not. I'm not sure where Bad Santa was was set. Nah, neither do I. Yo, so one time, uh, Adriana, if you follow me to this day, I'm sorry I'm about to put you on blast, but Adriana, we was outside. Adriana had to take a dump. Oh. Wait, how, so how old are we? The, uh, elementary school okay. age. So <laughs> anywhere, anywhere between... Second and fifth grade, right? Me and Adriana outside. We playing in the back of the uh, townhouse complex that we lived in. Desperate measures kicks in. Adriana, I don't know if she was locked out or she was scared to go in the house. Because this, this is in the time frame where sometimes when you went back in the house, you had to stay in there. This was the 80s. It was like, yo, you come in here again, you're going to have to stay in here. So that's why I would use the bathroom outside because I was scared of the stay-in. So Adriana, right, she had to take a dump. She she took a dump underneath the back porch area of the apartment building that was next to the townhouse complex we lived in. So she went underneath the wood plankings and all that, and she went in there, and you you had to literally, like, scrunched down to even get down in there and she took the dump underneath the back porch of the apartment building next to our complex and she was just like keep a lookout tone (laughs) and i kept a lookout and i looked down there to see i'm like yo she really taking the dump and i saw her in dump position i was just like yo we out here getting after it so, and I always thought about the dump being down there. And I was like, yo, man, I watched Adriana. <laughs> what happened to it? Take a dump underneath the, uh, and underneath, underneath the porch of this apartment complex, it was like dirt, like soily type dirt up underneath. So I was just like. But I always thought when I would come outside for the other days of play, and I'd be like, yo, the dump is still down there. I wonder what became of the dump. So I guess eventually it just turned into, like, you know, fertilizer for oh. the dirt down there. But There's she mushrooms t- there now. Man. <laughs> so even now, to this day, 30, 30 plus years later, I'd be like, yo, man, this was the location. Or one of the dump is still there. The fossils right. of the dump. Now I don't remember how she wiped. I can't remember that. I that, imagine the the dump being a part of like a crime scene mm, years later. Man, like we found shit. <laughs> we found Wait. shit remains <laughs> from the eighties. But I'm not sure how she wiped. But you know, desperate measures, man. Y'all, let me ask y'all this: everybody involved, everybody in the room, and everybody in the chat. You're outside having the time of your life. You got to go to the bathroom. You know if you go in the house, you're going to have to stay in there. Are y'all taking dumps outside to keep the fun going? Or are you just going to be suckers, take your dump inside, and then stay in the house? 
Mind you, ain't no video games in the house. What y'all doing? Uh. Be real. Give me that honest, y'all. Yeah. I'm taking the dump outside. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out outside. I'm going I'm to go in like, because I had such an imagination as a kid that I would be like, this is what it would be like if I, because I, w- I was obsessed with living in the jungle. Yeah. Like as a kid, I thought when I got older, <laughs> I was going to live in the jungle with amongst the animals. I thought I was going to be Mowgli. Uh-huh. I was, you couldn't tell me otherwise. I was like, when I get older, I'm an adult, I'm out of this house and into the jungle. Uh-huh. So I would have just imagined myself like, this is how I would have done it in the jungle. This would have, and like, I would have been like, yeah. And I would have been taking a proud little jungle shit in my mind. But in real life, I'm just, I'm in a random ass neighborhood. Random neighborhood. Gritty, yeah. concrete jungle. Oh, my God. That's the jungle you dumping in. But in my mind, it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah I'm a f- but the thing is, and then with my luck, out of nowhere, I'm going to I'm gonna probably attempt to wipe with like a leaf. Mm. It's going to end up being poison ivy. Oh, my God. Raw <laughs> booty <laughs> cheek, allergic reaction life. cheeks. Yes. Oh, man. So you taking the dump outside. Amir, what you doing? See, I've been in been in a similar situation Ooh. where we're like, you can't, you go inside you, and that's you, it. You go inside, you're done that's for it. the day. That's definitely it. Uh, and it's not even close to shutting the party down time. Oh, yeah, it'll be midday. Midday. You've been exhausted because you've been outside in the summertime. You yep. drink all the water. Now you... <laughs> man. <laughs> Hard-hitting questions. Right. Yeah. I might have to take the L to do it outside. Okay. We, we, we gotta doing, keep playing, baby. We doing it, man. Yeah, man. Let's let me see. let me tell y'all real quick that I do have a story on my I'm a quick plug on my YouTube channel about the time that I was on a date and my stomach started bubbling and I shit myself on the date. So if y'all want Ooh. the full story, <laughs> you can look up on YouTube Sabrina Sith Story of My Life Disaster First Date. So or you could just put Sabrina Sith disaster first date but you got to know the full story you got to know the full story because it's real funny like yeah this was in new york it was in queens that it happened um yeah a lot of people going inside some are staying outside a lot of people a lot of women going inside man y'all soft (laughs) now mind you this is this is kid versions of yourself not adults. I feel like adults, we, we would all just go inside and be yeah, bored. Yeah. <laughs> but this is kid, the kid versions of yourselves where fun and outside was everything. Y'all really going inside just to take y'all a little raggedy dump and going to watch the homies be outside playing for five more hours? <laughs> I might try to sneak inside. Ain't no sneaking inside. I know. But, like, I would be. try. Of I would. Course. I would look around. I'd be like, is it possible? Right. But odds are I'm going to have to pass my grandmother or my <laughs> mother at some point, And it just wouldn't have been able to, like, nah. It wouldn't, mm. have, it wouldn't have went down. But I would have looked. I would have been on my. That's when I would have went in, like, 007 mode, too. Or not even 007. Uh, my Mission Impossible. Like, that music would have been playing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Try to roll past the kitchen while my grandmother's cooking. What if you doo on yourself mid Mission Impossible thing? The music just cut off. Done. I see somebody said they'd go to their friend's house. 
I ain't oh, had that. That's not an option. I didn't have that option. My mom was like, "Don't go into nah. these people's houses. We don't know it's them." It's not an option. No friends' houses <laughs> no. is an option. We talking, we talking Adriana desperation here. We couldn't Man. go in nobody's crib. And no your own crib is you're done for the day. Either your own crib and you're done for the day, or outside. What about a bodega? Uh, there's no, there's no, there's no. See, I grew up going in to the store. Virginia and Atlanta that. We and there's the no yard. way they would have let some kids go to the bathroom in any store. <laughs> no, they wouldn't have. Yeah, they convenience wouldn't store. They'd be like, no, no, you buy something, you get out. Three dollars minimum. Yep. <laughs> you buy something, you get out of here. Man, get these kids out of here. Yeah. I don't know why I'm doing all this, but that's how, you know, kids got no respect in yeah. the stores. Um, Good times. I'm sick. Okay, so they dropped another Spider-Man trailer. They dropped another Spider-Man trailer. What's the name of the new one? No Way Home? Yeah. Last one was Far From Home. Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home. They dropped yet another Spider-Man trailer. Just show us the whole movie, man. That's what y'all want to do. <laughs> That's what y'all want to do. Y'all, y'all won't stop dropping these trailers until you have shown us the whole movie. Spider-Man don't need trailers. Nothing from Marvel at this point. Like most things. From I Marvel. get it. If it's a new Marvel property, yeah. trailer it up. Like Eternals needed a trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shang Chi needed a trailer. Yes. Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. It's Shang Chi. Needed a trailer. Spider Man don't need no trailer. Spider Man is already. Let's see, three. Two, 26. 26 five, movies. Six, seven. Then you count Civil War, Infinity War. Spider-Man's 10 films in. Right. He don't need it. All it has to say is Spider-Man, No Way Home, Pull Up. Right. That's all you need. Everybody else is coming regardless. Right. Who Who's on the fence? Who's like, man, I don't know about this spider, this new Spider-Man. If you're already <laughs> a fan, you're going. Right. If you're, if you're skeptical about Spider-Man at this point, you're not going anywhere. You're not interested in Spider-Man. The last two Spider-Man movies have been good. Tom Holland is already established. He was in Infinity War. He was in Endgame. He was in two other Spider-Man. What what more do you need? Right. And we like let's keep these trailers going. Let's let's add in extra. I haven't seen any of the footage from any of the the new Spider-Man movies because I'm avoiding it. Because I already know I'm gonna be in theaters opening weekend. Too many trailers, man. The trailers are showing way too much stuff, man. Way too much. Yes, it's too much. And I feel like if you're like a, not only a Marvel fan, but a movie fan, period, mm. you don't really need trailers like that. Man. For like a few, like not, I feel like tra- trailers also give us the best action. Man. Or like the funniest lines. They showing us great visuals. Yeah. No. Or even, wasn't there something, there was something in Eternals that was in the trailer, but it wasn't in the movie. And that's another thing where you're yeah. like, I'm waiting for this scene. I'm waiting for him to say this. And it never and then, happened. And then it never happened. And then I saw uh, a commercial for the Eternals. They show a clip from the movie. And I'm just like, yo, you just ruined it. Oh. I don't want to ruin it for y'all. But I'm just like, why would you show that? Yes. So now we know 
this is gonna happen. So now you're like, why? Wait, why are they? Why are they doing that? Mm. So I'm just like, and I get it. You you want the Eternals to do better, you know, have a good second weekend growth or third weekend growth. So you gotta you know ramp up the promo a little bit. But why would you show that particular moment? I'm just like, bruh, this is why I avoid. I've avoided the Batman trailer. I've avoided the Spider Man trailers. You know what I mean? Eric Payne asks, who is the weakest superhero? Oh, that's that's a tough question. Can you can you narrow it down to like teams or like uh mm-hmm. how about this? Who's the weakest Avenger? Who's the weakest X Men? And who's the weakest? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down like this. So in the original five X Men, between Cyclops, Angel, uh, Marvel Girl, which is Jean Grey, Beast, and Iceman, out of that five of the of the uh, of the initial X Men team, I feel like Angel was the weakest. He pretty much just had wings. Which is dope if you just want to fly everywhere, but it, you know, for if we doing superhero battles and we 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 fighting tough, Angel was the weakest. Now in real life, stuff I can use. Now, if you look at the X Men powers in real life situations, I feel like Cyclops would be the weakest because what am I going to use concussive eyeball blast for? In my everyday life. Or I'll just blast it. <laughs> like how often am I going to use that. As a comedian. Right. Like, I'm going to blast it y'all. So <laughs> I feel like. In a real world. Where I'm not doing fights. Cyclops would have the weakest. Power. And I could, I could fly to my shows. With my wings. But for comic book's sake. Angel had the weakest powers. In the initial X-Men group. I don't know if I would want Jean Grey's powers because I don't want to be manipulating people's minds. It's too, it's too, Jean, Jean Grey's powers, even though she has telekinesis, mm. maybe I would go with Jean. Because telekinesis, I can bring stuff over without having to get up, but then that would make me lazy. <laughs> yeah, I'll move the couch and I'll just be like, but that would, moving? I'm a, Jean Grey, Jean Grey's powers is the best. How many times are you gonna move? Uh, maybe a lot. Just because you have. But it? when they come, I would say just for the man, we moving. Say less. Would you start a moving company? Because that would be clutch. Oh man, you'd make so much money. I could just come in and do this. <laughs> I'm coming down the steps, and behind me is your couch <laughs> floating, and I'm doing that with my mind. So yeah, so. For comic book battles standpoint, Angel was the weakest. For real life practicality, Cyclops is the weakest in the initial X-Men group. Now, when they bring in the new X-Men, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Colossus, Thunderbird, Storm, Banshee, Sunfire, Cyclops. That's the new that was that was the new X-Men team. Out of that group, I think Thunderbird had the weakest powers. Either him or Banshee. Thunderbird actually had some dope powers. I'm gonna give it to Banshee. Banshee had the work. He was the weakest one out of the new crew coming in, because I don't want to be like just yeah. doing that. And then that's how I fly. 
Two, I got to be like, <laughs> every time I fly, I got to make the noise. <laughs> what if it's like a different noise depending on who it is? <laughs> Just to fly? <laughs> and then, so then that was that, was that team. So I'm going to go with Banshee and that little team. Jubilee is probably the weakest X-Men power of all time. I would have to go with Jubilee. Just fireworks? Nah, man. Nope. <laughs> Trash powers. But then again, you can start a firework company. <sighs> I'm I mean, just I, thinking I about all the businesses. Money. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just thinking about all the businesses we can... They would hire me at like sporting events and stuff like event. that. Yeah. Trash powers. Christmas at Disney, <laughs> Six Flags. You'd be doing all of that. Yeah. But her power's weak within that. Now, the Avengers. Uh, the initial Avengers consisted of Iron Man, the Hulk, Thor, Ant-Man, and Wasp. That was the original five members of the Avengers. That was the original uh, lineup. So in that group, I'm going to go with probably Ant-Man, man. Because the Hulk, of course, I would want that massive strength. Thor is just damn near on level with the Hulk as far as strength. And he can fly. And then Iron Man, the you know, the tech and the And then Wasp, I like Wasp because she can fly without having to ride an ant. And so I like that element. She had she she could fire like beams from her hands. And Ant Man, you know, controlling ants would be dope, but within the and, and he was kind of strong. But I, I just feel like I don't really want be wanting to kick it with ants like that. Right. Um, I have a question. Yes. Do you think that the boys can they start like when when can we because the boys is a you group, talking about the show the show the uh -huh. show is so great yeah when can we start discussing them in like superhero conversations because uh being that it's like a different take and stuff like that like in this conversation right now who would be the weakest in the boys out of that whole crew or who would even be the best like who would you want to be you know what i mean well within within the boys setup obviously the the weakest in the crew are the the good guys <laughs> The good guy has a bad oh, week. Well, yeah. Compared to, <laughs> I'm like, how y'all even gonna fight these characters? <laughs> I, I wonder that all the time. Like, how can y'all even measure up? The only one on their side that has powers is old girl. Oh yeah. Yep. And she's the only one. Everybody else is mortal and regular as hell. Right. I know. I know my guy that I want to play Wolverine. I know he's a tough guy, but he's still just regular at the end of the day. That Aquaman dude is looking pretty weak. Like, because, you know, running fast, oh, that's always deep. dope. The deep. His <laughs> powers. Nah, man. <laughs> Obviously, what's his name? What's, what's the Superman? Uh, Homelander. Homelander, you know, he's got massive powers. And even the Wonder Woman chick. And then my one of my favorite characters is the one that doesn't talk. 
Black Noir. Black Noir. I'm just like, yeah. I love characters that don't talk. And he's great. I like, love he... characters that don't talk. And Black Noir is a threat. Yeah, when he would come on the scene, I'm like, mm. I like this. Getting it done. <laughs> yes. I like Black Noir a lot. Super dope. But uh, that's why Makari is my favorite Eternal. Makari is my yes. favorite Eternal. She doesn't even talk. She does sign language. But she's my favorite. So it's just like. So I, I would say the deep is the weakest. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we in the water. Yeah. Really... And they haven't really shown him really get busy on anything. They, they showed him riding. Yeah. And then that was disastrous. They be showing him crying a lot. And he's an idiot, too. And he's <laughs> he a an weirdo. Idiot. So it's just like, all right. Yeah. Uh, I think the weakest Justice League member is, unfortunately, uh, Batman. Even though he's my favorite, he ain't got no powers. Out of the initial core. Actually, Green Lantern. I don't know, man. Because Wonder Woman, Superman, Flash, Martian Manhunter, Cyborg, even Aquaman, you know, they, they're getting busy. But Green Lantern powers just be... I mean, don't get me wrong. It's pretty dope to be able to create anything that you can will into thought. But I don't know. All right, but let me keep it moving because we got to get out of here. We got to do a short episode today. Yes, I am. Um, Marie, Million asks, do you, cons- do you consider shaking a woman abusive? If it's shaken in self-defense, no. But if it's, you just shaking your woman up whenever you get mad or whenever y'all argue, yes. Yeah, that's why definitely abusive um i mean it could have been worse you could have delivered actual concussive blasts of the force but you know once once you apply hands or feet in a in a physical manner on some aggression then you know you you're in the you're in the abusive waters at that point yeah, if it's if it's out of nowhere, definitely. Yeah, abusive. but if it's like, but if it's like if if she's hitting you and it's the only way you can be like, man, just snap yeah. out of it. If it's like a shake, like a snap out of it shake. Right. I get it. Because even, I, even if she's like hurting herself and not necessarily you, and she's just crazy and it's a lot going on, and she's got a knife and and you come in and shake her, what are you doing? <laughs> I wouldn't consider that abusive. Snatch her by the collar. Man. What is it? Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know what's going on. And then, but after that, that's it. After that, it's just like, a quick a, snap a, a, out yeah. of the shake. Because too much and like too, don't drag it. Cause right. Then it's abusive. But, yeah. So it's yeah. that. Stephen Wolf asks, what does Thanksgiving mean to you and what is the Native American perception, perception on it? I'm going to be honest with you. I feel guilty about celebrating Thanksgiving. Yes. I absolutely feel guilty every every year. I don't feel I don't feel good celebrating it. And I know people be like, Well, it's not we're not we're not doing it for that. We just we just want families to get together and do that. Well you're gonna have to change the date. Because we all know 
we all know what the basis of Thanksgiving was. Right. It was rooted in that. <laughs> it was rooted in that lie of like you know. Yes, we came together and broke bread, and we made a good deal with the Native Americans. We all know that's bullshit. So me knowing that, you know, the indigenous people of this country are not cool with that day, I don't. I feel guilty celebrating it because of the history involved in all of that. So for us to truly be about that remix, we're going to have to change the day. We're going to have to make it a different day in a different month. You might have to switch it to December 15th or something. But you're still low-key celebrating it, even though you're remixing it. Yeah. So, and that, that's what I feel about Thanksgiving. Growing up, my uh, my uncle used to take me to the Native American, like, strawberry festivals and, like, they used to do things mm-hmm. like uh, have their own little like cel- not celebrations. Mm-hmm. I guess it is kind of like a celebration. Like, you know, they would do things to kind of just teach you the history yeah. of like what happened or just kind of keep their uh, culture alive. Mm-hmm. And my uncle used to take me to those yeah. uh, like a lot, like in Northern California. Um, and it was really dope because that's what I knew. And, like, I was taught early, like, right. this is what Thanksgiving is. Uh-huh. And so when you see people still, <laughs> when I see people put up Thanksgiving decorations and it's, like, pilgrims and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh, Stephen, Stephen's saying, I'm asking this because an American friend invited me to one, never been. You mean the Native American? Now, or they could not. Maybe Stephen's not from here. Native Americans celebrate Thanksgiving too. I'm sure they do. Because outside of um, like nobody celebrates Thanksgiving outside of America. Right. Yeah. They're looking at us like, "What the fuck?" I y'all think doing? a new day needs. We we have to make it a new complete day, of just and we have to just, you know, because me because me myself the reason it's so hard to let go is because food. Yeah, food. Food be good, man. And it's just a day for us to eat. And then we can just switch the date and just call it food day. Yes, sir. Big ass meal day. Big ass meal day is what I'm with. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Black Friday. Afro Geeks, Black Friday. Businesses would lose their mind if they had to lose Black Friday. Man, Black Friday starts today anyway. Nowadays, they keep they keep they've, shifting they've, it. They've made it like start weeks in advance yeah. now. The sales be in October or July. They have Amazon got their own day and yeah, right. they've changed it. So they have expanded it right. big time. So we could really make a new day for not a new day. We can scratch Thanksgiving off the thing. Yeah, and then we just gonna have to find another day because I think we all deserve a family day. Whether you're Native American, African American, whatever, we all deserve a family day, a family day where we just get together and eat. And so we just need to give that a new, uh, a new date though, and that's gonna hurt the movie industry as well because Thanksgiving Day weekend is one of the most lucrative oh. box office weekends of the year. 
because people, mad people, all families getting together. After you eat, you be looking for something to get into. So, and movie theater is like the only thing that's open every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They open every day, I think. I movie used to work there, and I think they work every, every single day. day. Every day. Yeah. Love it. Except, man, it hurt our heart walking by the movie theaters during the pandemic. Oh, my God, man. We, we would just. <laughs> my soul was on empty, man. <laughs> we was like. <laughs> I didn't think that any of them would survive, honestly. Survive? I knew that, I figured they would. I just they didn't know just how long they out. could sustain. That, well, what mm-hmm. happened to Cinemark? They got bought out, didn't they? Or did they go away completely? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. all the Cinemark stuff or Pacific theaters is turned into AMC. No. Oh, AMC oh. absorbed them? Yeah. Oh, okay. AMC is dope, though. AMC is great. Shout like out to AMC. AMC. I, don't how, I, don't know, I don't know if I can pick between AMC or Regal yet. Regal's, Regal's legit, too. But there's not a lot of Regal out here. That's for sure. Nah, there's a Regal by us. There's no AMC near us. There's no AMC. We were about 20 minutes from AMC now. We used to be right up the street, man. Two blocks to man. 20 minutes. Donna P. asks, what is one of the worst gifts you've ever received, grown or as a child? Oh, man. That's tough. I don't know, man. Because I, I really be appreciating gifts. <laughs> I really be like, yeah, man, I appreciate this. I used to get some ugly clothes growing up. Remember back when you didn't care about clothes? Remember when you were that kid? You didn't, yo, I want toys. I will wear toys. I will dress in action figures. I don't need clothes. I wear the same outfit every day. My turtle wax shirt and my little blue jeans that with the crotch is worn out. And I ain't got no knees left in the fabric because, you know, I was spinning on my knees because this was the 80s breakdancing was in. I was spinning on my knees on the carpet. Knees would just wear down. Jeans dingy. I'm like, yo. And my dad, my mom would give me the toys and the video games and all that. And my dad's house, it would be the serious business gifts. The sweater and some corduroys and some, some socks. And I was just like, man. Yeah, I love socks for Christmas. I always ask for it every year. My it, mom sends it every year, too. Like, does she? I love socks. Yeah. I, ever since I was a kid, I was like, socks. Socks, yeah. I love them. I, I got Sabrina socks early on. Man, that's and when people be like, what do you want for Christmas? Socks. Yeah. I love socks now. But as a kid, anytime I would go to my dad's house for, for those portions of the gifts, I was just like, oh, <laughs> here we go with the little button-up shirt and the collar. And it's folded up. I'm like, man, toys, man. Optimus Prime, G.I. Joe. <laughs> That's what I'm wearing. I always like the science toys for Christmas. My mom. Microscope. Yeah. And like, my mom got, oh man, when she got me the Easy Bake Oven, though. It wasn't even easy. It was a Mrs. Fields. It oh. was a Mrs. Fields oven. Uh-huh. I was making the cookies. Man. Bitch. It tastes just like the cookies. I was, I remember one time. Um, I was punished, and I hid in the closet and started making cookies, and you could smell them. My mom's like, what are you doing? Where are you? I'm eating eating cookies (laughs) in the closet. (laughs) Was they good? Oh, they were so good. Yeah. It was worth it. Good cookies. That's that's where you go, man, when you punish yourself. They need to do that in prison when you're in solitary confinement. And you'll put the easy bake oven in there. (laughs) So you can just make cookies by yourself in solitary for like one year. Man, the closet was my go-to. I remember one time I was sick. I was just like, I got in trouble for, I don't even know what I got in trouble for. But I was like, I'm running away. And I hid in the closet for hours until mm. I got hungry. Then I was like, all right. 
food always brings you back Man, home. it was so funny because I was like, I'm running away. But I was too scared to really run away. So yeah. I was just like, I'm going to just hide in this closet. My mom will never know. She'll be worried about me. I don't even know if she noticed. I don't even know how long it was. In my head, it was hours. Yeah. Most of the day. Like, <laughs> you know, but it could have been like 30 minutes. Yeah, it was probably a good <laughs> episode of Days of Our Lives. And, then, but, and my grandmother was cooking. And once I smelled it, I was like, let me go eat with an attitude. You got to go eat. Man. So I ate with an attitude. Ah. Except for when my grandmother spoke to me. I, was, mm. I never gave her an attitude. She was all like, in. Oh, man. I'd be like, all right, Grandma. The directed beef. <laughs> um, Stephen Wolf asks, would you appreciate a new X-Men movie? Yes, absolutely, 100% easy work. Let's revamp it. Let's let's bring it let's bring it all back because X Men is my favorite comic book team of all time. They can revamp it. I would be there every time. So yes, Stephen. Yes. <laughs> MTM TV asks: Is Spider Man the most beloved, or Batman and Superman? Um, I think Batman and Superman are the most iconic. Superheroes of all time, yeah. Uh, cause, cause for one, they're older than Spider Man, and they are just like the the prototype of superheroes. So those two guys, beloved though, I feel like out of those three, Superman will be third on the beloved list. Yeah. Now Batman and Spider Man. People love Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is just loved by so many people, and so is Batman. Mm -hmm. And I would think that um, Batman might have the edge because, in a way, some people think they can really be Batman. Because he's just rich. He's rich, <laughs> and he's doing things that a real person could actually do. Facts. Like... uh we relate to Spider-Man on a level when he's outside of his costume. We relate to him as a as a, you know, a oddball kid, you know, um just a smart nerd, you know, he's broke, like he's not rich. He's just a regular everyday kid outside of his costume. But we can only fantasize about having the ability to walk on walls and you know, web sling and like you know, we couldn't even we couldn't even make a, a proper webbing ourselves. You know what I mean? So I would think Batman might slightly edge out Spider Man as a worldwide beloved. I will say, there's like you see the Batman logo a lot. You do way more than like Spider. Really, anything else? Think of yeah. something else. Well, S Superman logo you see a lot too. Yeah, but I also I feel like people rock the Superman logo for different things too, because mm -hmm. they themselves believe they're a Superman, right? But not because they respect Clark Kent or the something. character. Yeah, so. like yeah, they just be like, Superman means super tough. Like shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> but Batman, you see that logo, and it's like you can't. Like, you must really like the character. Right. Or at least respect him enough. 
You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, or even if uh, your name starts with an S, you're going to rock the Superman logo. Right. When I was uh, when I was 14, I almost got a Superman tattoo. Oh. Huge on my shoulder. I'm so glad I didn't. Just because it was an S. Ah, uh, I see what you were doing. I was man. 14. It was stupid. They say that S <laughs> means hope. Man. Kobe Maguire said that. That's what they said it meant in The Man of Steel. But, uh, oh, Passion, Passion God says, with my students, I see Spider-Man logo way more. Oh, yeah. I think the younger generation is definitely more Spider-Man. I was thinking more older. When I was a kid, I was Spider-Man four or five years in a row for Halloween. <laughs> but when I got older... I was like, and you know, I knew Batman. I was into Batman, but it was like Spidey, Spidey, man. But as I got older, I was like, yo, man, Batman, Batman turned into low key my favorite superhero. And so uh, it was just like, yo, Batman is is the guy. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's a tough question, but I think. If we're looking at a, a universal beloved character, it would probably be Batman. Yeah, I love seeing kids do the Spider-Man. Yeah, Just if you the the little web when they be doing that. If you ask kids <laughs> though, it's probably gonna be Spider-Man for the win. Yeah. You know what I mean? But with their little fingers, they'd be like, "Yeah, they'd be." It's because Spider Man can do stuff. That that yeah. literally is gonna appeal to the kids. Like, oh, when they came out with the, the little. Oh, the toy? The web? Yeah. The web toy? Who had, had it? I had that, too. <laughs> I, I forgot who had it. Yeah, it was, I want one. It's dope. I was like, it's, it's, just, a lot, it's just silly string, though, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just everywhere, bro, because you just be yeah. chilling. It's like, ah, oh, somebody run. I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, like yeah. It. It's, a great, yeah. it's a great feeling. The Batman's like, I got in a suit, playing. and I'm going to throw something at you. Like, yeah, I'm going to throw a batarang, and you know, I'm going to hopefully wrap this around and then swing in. I got to work out too. You know, you got to work out. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So th- that's my opinion anyway. I remember I watched this big old list of the most iconic icons of all time. It was on VH1 or some years ago, <laughs> and they had uh, they had Batman and Superman way up on the list. I think Superman might have been number one, uh, but Batman was up there, and Spider Man was behind them. So. Um. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got to get out of here. This is a short episode. Sorry. 55 minutes, though. It's still longer than what I used to do. I used to do 30 minutes, and I was out. On the dime. We got we to gotta get back to the crib because they're delivering something to the crib. So we got to scramble. Um, I want to thank the patron saints for pulling Sir. up in this live. Shout out to the listeners and viewers, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for asking questions. Yes, sir. Uh, my top five supervillains of all time, Dario Axe, uh, Magneto is my number one. Magneto, the Joker, uh, Dark Phoenix, goddamn uh, Thanos, and uh, you know what I'm saying, Ultron. Yo, Tony cannot resist a list. Just, just off the top of my head, those are those are the five that I'd just be like, yeah, they fighting them, all right. But Magneto is by is my number one solid bold print 
supervillain of all time. Because at, at the end of the day, I can I can at least respect where he's coming from, and his powers are dope. And every time they fight him, it's a dope fight, whether it's him or him and his team. It's just dope. Joker's Joker's not number one because he's a tad too obvious, obvious <laughs> and silly, and like he's, he's here. It's all yeah, it's all in the mind, and it's just like, but he's top five though for sure. He's just not over Magneto. And then Thanos is a great villain. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Thanos. Shut up, Thanos. Thanos is just evil. that dude. All right, y'all. Um, I want y'all to drink more water. Shout out to Sabrina for producing the hell out of the show. Amir yes. on the ones and twos. Um, I appreciate y'all. We're going to have a guest next week. So be, be on the lookout for that. And I appreciate y'all for pulling up, tuning in, and taking your time out of your lives to spend it with us, man. I appreciate y'all, man. And thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio. Boom.